0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So before the first vote is cast on the second day to figure out who in the bloody world is going to be Speaker of the House, because we don't have an answer yet. I spoke with Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today. He's the chair of the Republican Study Committee, serves on the House Committee on Armed Services and Education and Labor and Veterans Affairs. And his name got put up in round one, ballot number one, as a potential speaker candidate. But as of last night, there were 20 votes for Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio. Kevin McCarthy not getting the votes, and there's a question of whether or not there's any movement. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now. Now, uh, I'm talking to you before you've gone to the House chamber and this voting continues. Before we get into what may be coming, what the hell happened yesterday?
1: Well, Tony, we knew it was coming. We knew that there would uh, be a scenario where this would go to multiple ballots because Kevin McCarthy, while he's the choice of the majority of the conference does not yet have two hundred and eighteen votes, so we went to the floor the on the first ballot um, th- there there were nomination speeches for McCarthy and Andy Biggs. I think you got like ten votes. a few others got votes that uh, yes i got I got one vote. it didn't come from my mom um, but they, those were protest votes. so then, when we got to the second ballot, those votes coalesced behind Jim Jordan, but Jim Jordan nominated. Kevin McCarthy, and made it very clear that he has no interest and will not serve as Speaker of the House if he's even elected to do so. He's going to be the chairman of the powerful Judiciary Committee, where much of our work on oversight, investigations, and accountability will occur. So then a a motion to adjourn happened after the third vote, and we're going to go back into session here in less than a half an hour and see if, if Kevin McCarthy has made any movement overnight to get closer to 218. From what I hear, that won't be the case. It sounds like the the 19 holdouts will continue to hold out, and we're going to uh, replay yesterday on repeat today. We'll see where we end up at the end of the day. At the end of the day, though, this is delaying our progress to go to work and secure the border, focus on cutting wasteful spending and uh, fixing the issues of our country. So I hope we can I hope we can resolve this soon and then and roll up our sleeves and get to work and make up for lost time.
0: So, President Trump, former President Trump, comes out, makes a statement supporting Kevin McCarthy. Uh, for speaker, saying, and I'm quoting here, some really good conversations took place last night, and it's now time for all our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory. Republicans do not turn a great triumph into a giant and embarrassing TV, uh, defeat. He even says that uh, McCarthy would be a good and perhaps even a great uh, speaker. To that, Congressman Matt Gates, one of your colleagues, responds by saying, and I'm quoting, sad, which is the exact kind of line that Donald Trump would use in a tweet if he was still uh, uh, on Twitter. So even former President Trump is behind Kevin McCarthy, but Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, these are holdouts. Are these holdouts, in your view, for attention, or is there a real argument they're making about Kevin McCarthy not being the guy to lead this party and lead the country through?
1: Well, it's a good question, Tony. But first, First and foremost, this whole process has led to healthy outcomes with better rules that empowers all members and takes power away from those who sit in leadership, which has been, been one of my biggest frustrations over the last six years. Like the 72-hour rule, uh, Pelosi was notorious for putting bills on the floor to vote for that might drop at 3 o'clock in the morning, and we have to vote on it at 9 a.m., and no one has a chance to read it. So that's not going to happen because of rules changes that uh, my my colleagues, uh, that many of us have fought for, and we successfully got those rules changes addressed. So this has been a healthy process, but the longer it drags out, it eventually becomes unhealthy and unproductive. And it's not the type of leadership that the American people elected us to provide when they gave gave us the majority. So if Kevin McCarthy can't get to 218 votes today or tomorrow or here in the near future, I don't know where this goes, I mean, these, these the nineteen of them are are pretty dug in. Some for personal reasons, some for uh, uh, some for ideological reasons. I, I can't speak to uh, their reasons. I think they all probably have nineteen different reasons why they're opposing uh, Kevin McCarthy. But uh, it's Kevin's it's Kevin McCarthy's job to go get to two hundred eighteen. Um, he's he, right now he's the only Republican who, who's running for the job that wants the job. So keep that in mind. Um, he's not—he's by no means uh, uh, perfect, and I've had my differences with him here or there. But he is the guy who's best suited to take take the job, so he can hit the ground running at this point. Uh, but if he can't—if he can't get to 218 votes, he's not going to be Speaker of the House.
0: Talking to Congressman Jim Banks, Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third uh, District. Uh, I have uh, made the the statement, and I'm making the statements again. That if you get to today and you get to that first ballot and McCarthy doesn't have the 218, he's never getting the 218. The there would have to be a question of what other giveaway he could give, and it seems, as the outsider looking in, he's given away all the things that he can give. And as you discussed, 19 people with possibly 19 different reasons. Some of those reasons are, I'm just not voting for Kevin McCarthy ever, ever, ever. And if it takes six months to find a speaker, so be it. So that brings us to a conversation of what we think this does. To the Republican Party, of course. The political left says that it's chaos and says that it's embarrassing, and of course, the news outlets—you uh, can imagine—will uh, will parrot the same thing. What do you think this is doing to the Republican Party, if anything?
1: Well, I mean, Tony, I, I, I don't mind this taking a couple of days, a few days. We'll, we'll make up for it. But if once it starts taking weeks to resolve, that that's weeks of time when we could have been addressing real issues. What I what I hope doesn't happen. Uh, ultimately, what will be the death knell of the Republican Party is if we got the majority, but then we elect Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat, uh, or a Liz Cheney-type figure to be Speaker of the House. That that would be a huge betrayal of the voters who gave us the majority, and we are at risk of that happening. I I I, I want to be frank about that. I mean, there is there are threats from some of the more moderate members who work with Democrats to choose. A, uh, a speaker, whether, if that's Hakeem Jeffries or someone in the middle uh, who who won't be a, a Republican or or a partisan Republican that's going to fight back against the Biden administration. There's also another threat uh, out there to move this to a plurality vote. So that that's how Hakeem Jeffries becomes Speaker of the House. Is if we go down that path, and and some of the even some who are in McCarthy's camp are threatening to do that. That would be a huge mistake because that would open the door to a Democrat speaker. So I'm going to be fighting against that option with everything I've got today. Let this play out. If it takes a couple of days, a few days, fine, we'll make up for it. But um, eventually, uh, uh, either one side or the other, both sides, Need to come to an agreement to get us to 218 votes to give us a speaker.
0: You mentioned uh, that Jim Jordan, who got uh, nominated by Congressman Chip Roy in a very, very well thought out, well uh, delivered uh, address on the floor yesterday, doesn't want the job. You mentioned how Kevin McCarthy is the only guy who wants the job as you see it. What is the job? of Speaker? What is it that the Speaker needs to be doing, and and why is it that someone like Jim Jordan doesn't want the gig?
1: Well, first of all, I, I happen to believe uh, Jim Jordan would be a tremendous Speaker. If he wanted the job, then then this would be a different story, but he wants to be Chairman of the Judiciary Committee. The Speaker of the House, though, Tony, that's the agenda. They they are the ones, the Speaker of the House is the, the, the quarterback who's driving the plays, who's helping us advance our agenda. And, and uh, that, that's why someone has to get to 218 votes, because that's the majority of the conference. Um, of course, that speaker is not going to be as to get 218 people to or 217 others to like you. You're probably not going to be as conservative as what I am. But you got to work among all facets of the conference with different caucuses in the conference, conservatives, uh, those who are who are less conservative, to bring us together and advance our agenda that takes a unique skill set to do that. I think Jim Jordan would be really good at that. But he wants to play another role It's going to be really, really just as important, if not important, uh, not more important in being the chairman of the Judiciary Committee.
0: So now let's get into what happens if Kevin McCarthy can never get to 218. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, chair of the Republican Study Committee on the Armed Services Committee at what moment does Representative McCarthy say, "You know what? These people won't vote for me. I'm not going to be speaker. I have to bow out."
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's up to, that's up to him. I can't, I can't speak for him uh, when, when he might arrive at that place. I think he's far from getting to that place because he's still holding out hope that he can get the holdouts to, uh, or most of them, to vote for him to make him the speaker to get to 218 votes. So I hate to play the. What if games, because that could lead to open speculation about a lot of other things. But uh, we're going to go back on the floor at noon and and uh, less than 20 minutes and go through the fourth round of votes after everyone went home to sleep for the night and think about it, pray about it, have conversations with with uh, supporters, voters, uh, leaders in their districts and around the country about it. And uh, we'll see if that changed anybody's minds. I think this next vote, this fourth vote the vote that's going to occur here at noon will be very revealing. Do some of the 19 change their position and vote for Kevin, or does the the 19 or 20 number grow? I, I don't know what the answer to that will be, but I think this fourth vote will be very revealing.
0: Well, we're going to get into the results of that fourth vote coming up in in a little bit. But when Kevin McCarthy doesn't get it, there's going to be a conversation, sir, about a consensus candidate, somebody who everybody can reluctantly or joyfully uh, get behind it's not Jim Jordan here's the question for you sir is it you you already got well, some it, it was Brashear who who put you up I, I I'm pronouncing his name wrong
1: Josh oh I can't remember his last Brick, name Josh Brackeen a, Brackeen a new member from Oklahoma good, good intentions um you know I'm, I'm humble that he would respect me enough to to vote for me, Tony, but that's only one vote. You got to get two hundred and eighteen votes. That's very hard to do. I'm not uh, saying it is, sir. I'm not saying it
0: isn't difficult. I'm asking a serious question. There has to be a consensus candidate. Jordan doesn't want it. McCarthy can't get it. Is it you?
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to play that what if game. I, I don't. I don't see that as being me. Um, somebody uh, has to get two hundred and eighteen votes. Could this be the first time? In American history, if that happens, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. This, I want to, I want to focus on the fourth vote. You know, the, the, it's never happened before in American history that someone outside of the body has been chosen for Speaker of the House. I, I, getting to 218 votes, Tony, is very difficult to do. It takes a certain skill set and ability to work with different personalities, different people, different Republicans across the ideological spectrum. Uh, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, is the one who's closest to getting there so let's see what happens on this fourth uh, vote here in a few minutes
0: I'll ask the question differently if elected would you serve
1: uh, Tony I I don't see that as even a realistic option or something that um, that that might that might even happen I I, I don't want to talk about that I, I I really don't see that happening and and uh, this I'm going to focus on this next fourth vote I'm getting a lot of feedback from friends at home I hope you'll keep all of you who are listening, keep reaching out. Give me your feedback and input. I want to focus on the big issues like our border, uh, the drug epidemic in our country, um, uh, uh, national security issues going on around the world to have a strong and mighty military, holding China accountable. Those are the issues that when we get past this bump in the road, we can focus on. That, that's what I'm focused on doing.
0: Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District playing coy with me, sir. Not... Not cool, not cool at all. But I, I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, we'll check in with you and see how the voting goes. But appreciate you taking the time before the vote, uh, getting with us, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how you. How are you
1: voting in, in the fourth round? You can tell us. Well, I'm going to vote for Kevin McCarthy again on this fourth ballot, and we'll again we'll see what happened uh, after people went home for the night and had time to think about it. This is an important important moment in our country's history and an p- important moment for republicans to show that we can lead that we can't come together and do what we said we're going to do and this i think this next vote is going to be really important to showcase the american people that uh, whether or not we can get there and and then i think some some things will have to change after that if we don't
0: congressman jim banks indiana third district i appreciate you taking the time to be with us more on the vote coming up i'm tony katz
2: good man raised by a single mom who moved past adversity, became a Christian man at the age of 21, and has devoted his life to advancing the cause for his family and for this country. And he has done it admirably. But there's an important reason for nominating Byron, and that is this country needs a change. This country needs leadership that does not reflect this city, this town, that is badly broken.
0: That is Congressman Chip Roy. This is happening live, people. Chip Roy is is nominating Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, who's a very, very interesting choice. This is his second term, I believe, in Congress. He has made waves, and if he were to be Speaker of the House, the future of politics for the political right is in Florida, Governor DeSantis, the Speaker of the House. You mean the the presidential frontrunner, Governor DeSantis, and the Speaker of the House? My oh my, Tony Katz, Tony Katz. Today it's good to be with you. Uh, I I ordered food, guys. This is what we're doing. This is political porn. It's insane. Uh, we, we ordered some, some Jimmy John's Ryan, is running the board. I, being the elitist snob that I am, ordered sushi. Do not judge me. I thought about ordering burgers, but uh, they weren't going to get here on time. And I'm in studio uh, today, as opposed to the home studio, because that's under repair. We are on vote number four, and I'm telling you, McCarthy has got to look into the mirror. If it doesn't happen on vote four, it's not happening. And he has to accept this reality. Yeah, it has to be accepted. It must be accepted. Chip Roy is still speaking about Byron Donalds. Bring it back up.
2: We're not at the place where we need to be to guarantee, to guarantee that we're going to be able to stand up in the face of the swamp that continues to step over the American people on a daily basis and spend money we don't have and to continue to leave our borders open and to continue to fund bureaucrats that are stepping over the freedoms of the American people. Byron... Will stand up and do that. Byron has a track record of doing that. And importantly, when we're sitting here today and we continue this debate and when them have a vote, I just ask my friends on this side of the aisle do you think that the American people support the status quo? Yes or no? Do you think? that the American people want us to continue down the road of what we've been doing? Do they want us to continue to do the things since the leadership that's currently in place have been in place? Do you think they want us to continue down that path? And the argument that I would make is that they want a new face, new vision, new leadership, And I believe that face, vision, and new leadership is Byron Donalds, and I'm proud to put his name into nomination, and I yield back.
1: It's
0: going to be fascinating. Now, this is the same man, Representative Chip Roy, who put Jim Jordan into the nomination just yesterday. So this is his second nomination and a different nomination. Me, as you heard me say, Man, I th- I do think banks can be a consensus candidate, but so can, Bi- so can Byron Donalds. Now, what you're waiting for is the vote, and that's going to be coming up. Remember that it was McCarthy. I think the most he got was 203. No, 202. 20 votes went to Jim Jordan. If Byron Donalds gets more than 20 votes, hang on to your hats. Get yourself a bourbon. As a matter of fact, where is the bourbon? We were going to start drinking, too. Guys, I mean, there are other things to talk about. I'll get into other things, but how do you not just sit back and watch this show? Have the Republicans really embarrassed themselves, or is this just the process? And do we care about embarrassment, or do we care about getting things done? If it takes this, so be it. Keep it right here. Find everything. Tonycats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today. I found some Backbone Bourbon, the uncut. I stole it from Hammer and Nigel's office. They do afternoons, a 93.1 FM WIBC. Nobody tell them. Uh, and I'm watching the vote. So far, 29 votes for McCarthy, 23 for Hakeem Jeffries. The Democrats, of course, put somebody up. And Byron Donalds has four votes. Hold on, can you hear the poor? Yeah gonna be a it's gonna be a fantastic afternoon Tony Katz Tony Katz today 833 got Tony 833-468-8669. Now, is this embarrassing for Republicans? I love it when I get uh you know the the, the trolls are are reaching out and like oh, you won't you won't admit how bad this is for the GOP. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you say. Anything the Republicans do, you'll say is terrible. Anything the Republicans do, you'll say is awful. And you'll say to me, well, Tony, you're going to say the Democrats. Okay, then that's the way it's going to be. I'm going to say this thing, you're going to say that thing, and it's done. Why in the world would I listen to you? What's the point? What's the win? What's the value? I'm not going to listen to the haters. I'm going to listen to people who are like, do you have a position? 833-GATTONI, 833-468-8669. Who do you want for Speaker? Who do you want? Do you care if it's McCarthy? Do you want McCarthy? Would you rather somebody else? And most importantly, the question that I asked, are you embarrassed by all this? Embarrassed that they're now on the fourth ballot for Speaker, and I'm telling you right now, McCarthy's not going to get it. There are now five votes for Byron Donalds, the congressman from Florida. It was the Texas congressman, Chip Roy, who nominated him. There it is. This is going to continue to move. Is this embarrassing? Are you embarrassed? And I admit freely that I'm not. If you tell me that the Republican Party is the party of stupid, I'll say to you, I agree, if only because that's the line I use all the time. It would have been better if they had this figured out before this vote. But one of the things that Congressman Chip Roy said yesterday I thought was extremely important. Congressman Chip Roy of Texas pointed out that in a Nancy Pelosi Congress, nobody even ever had to show up. You could proxy vote this, that, and the other, and and it would be it would be no problem. You could proxy vote and everything was was super groovy. Nobody had to show up. Chip Roy yesterday stating, is this what it takes to actually have a conversation in this body? Is this what it takes to have a conversation in this body?
2: So this is what the chamber looks like when we're actually debating and the bodies are in the chairs. How many times have we been down here giving speeches and there's not a soul in the chamber? Yet this is what it takes to get 440, 435 people in the chamber and have an actual debate. The American people are watching and that's a good thing. What we're doing is exercising our rights to vote and have a debate And have a discussion about the future of this country through the decision of choosing a speaker. This is not personal. It's not. This is about the future of the country. This is about the direction of the country. American people who are looking at this body and wondering why we can pass $1.7 trillion bills that are unpaid for. They can just slide in $45 billion for Ukraine but not pay for it. $40 billion for emergency spending and not pay for it. 10% increase in defense spending. 6% increase in non-defense spending and not pay for it. And not do a thing except put language in a bill that prohibits our ability to use the money to secure the border.
0: Well, he certainly isn't wrong about the lack of seriousness when it comes to the legislation that gets passed. And there is a lack of seriousness. But how about the lack of seriousness of showing up? In a Nancy Pelosi world, you didn't even to didn't even show up. Oh, it's COVID. You can vote via Zoom. No accountability. None. Less than none. Am I embarrassed that this is all playing out for the world to see? No. This is amazing that it's playing out for the world to see. It constantly is. Does it show Republicans in disarray? No, it shows Republicans not in agreement. And if you want to argue that's disarray, I I actually can't argue that with you. You're more than welcome to believe that and feel that. I, I can't tell you no. But seeing this happen is actually encouraging to a great number of people. But let's talk about the other people, the people who are discouraged by this. It makes people look silly. It makes the Republican Party look weak. They don't have it together. How does McCarthy expect to lead after all of this? The first part is inconsequential nonsense pablum put forth by fools and ignorant people who have no mind. Who cares if somebody thinks it looks silly? second part's totally legitimate and take a sip of your bourbon. Oh, just me. Okay, hold on. Mm. Oh, that's good stuff. And let us answer that question. Does going down this road, four votes, remember, this is the first time we've gone to a second ballot in 100 years. The record is 113 ballots, I believe. Does it make uh, the party look this way, that way, the other doesn't matter. The question is, If Kevin McCarthy wins, how in the world does he lead? And I make the argument that he doesn't. That's a serious one. That's a legitimate one. How in the world do you expect McCarthy to move forward? He's done all these giveaways. He's given away a lot to Republicans to try and get support. One of the things he gave away was the vote of no confidence. Five Republicans could say no confidence, boom, you're having yourself another vote. You could remove McCarthy as uh, that leader. And right now, Byron Donalds, who just got nominated today, Republican from Florida, in his second term, has eight votes for Speaker. And with that, McCarthy will not get the 218 votes, which is, of course, the majority of the House of Representatives, 435 members. 218 is what you need uh, to, to win there. He doesn't have it. McCarthy doesn't have it. We are going, everybody, to a fifth vote. Just me? Just, it's, is that the bourbon talking? I don't know. There really is bourbon in the studio, people. This is going down. I said uh, 20. I said this was going to go 20 ballots. This will go... Until Kevin McCarthy says, Enough, enough. Can't do this anymore. And Kevin McCarthy is going to start getting pressured to say, Enough. Kevin McCarthy has got to come to the moment where he stops. He's going to have to because if you could not get anything changed in the overnight, how in the world do you get anything changed today and why would I think you'll get anything changed tomorrow? So that question being asked by the mocking left is actually a question of legitimacy even though they're not aware of it. How in the world does McCarthy expect to lead? And the answer is, I don't know. I don't believe he can. I don't believe he will have the ability. I don't believe he'll have the strength. But if you ask me why I believe the Republicans do indeed need to figure this out, and of course they will, and have a strong leader, it's because of commentaries from Speaker Pelosi like this. Are Democrats going to have a plan today for what to do on
2: the floor? If this vote going? The 30th
0: thing to do for the families is for them to have somebody, the uh, dean swears in the speaker, somebody could swear in the members so that at least their children could be there when they get sworn in and then they can go home to school and rest, and then carry on as long as they need to, to get a majority. Just right now is a courtesy to the families. One thing though, thank God they weren't in the majority on January 6th, because that was the day you had to be organized uh, to stave off what was happening, to save our democracy, to certify the election of the president. They didn't even vote for the certification. When Republican um, officials from around the country confirmed uh, the validity of the risk. Dear Lord, that's the spin? Thank goodness they weren't in charge on January 6th. You were in charge on January 6th. Can we talk security now? Can we talk security issues on January 6th now? Is that is that allowable? Is that doable? Is that okay? Because we have questions as to why the Capitol wasn't more secure on January 6th, and we don't know why it wasn't part of what the January 6th committee was looking at. Could you answer that for us, former Speaker Pelosi? I guess not. I guess not. We'll just leave it right there. We don't need to hear any more of that. Byron Donalds now has 11 votes. McCarthy will lose vote number four. Bring on vote number five. And bourbon. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. Representative Byron Donalds now has 12 votes. We're looking for the number of 20 because that's what Jim Jordan got yesterday. We'll see if Byron Donalds gets the same amount of votes in a challenge to Kevin McCarthy for the speaker position. It will go to a fifth ballot. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. There are other things going on. And this one, this one's going to make you scream. The Attorney General for the Virginia Islands, for, for the Virginia Islands, sorry, for the Virgin Islands. The Attorney General for the Virgin Islands, Denise George, was... Fired. I don't even know how you get fired from a job like that. How do you get fired? And you say to me, okay, the attorney general for the Virgin Islands was, was, was fired. Maybe something happened. Maybe something's going on. Maybe there was some impropriety. You know when it happened? After she engaged a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase in connection with her investigation into Jeffrey Epstein. Now, Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein and, and William Barr is responsible. You didn't have guards. You didn't have video cameras. You expect us to believe that this was all just an accident? Jeffrey Epstein was connected to a lot of very wealthy people. They were involved in abusing children, and people need to go to jail. I don't give a damn what their last name is. I don't care about the letter after their name. I don't care about their money. They need to go to jail. And we need to know who was connected. She has been engaged in a probe of Jeffrey Epstein's estate, reached a settlement for $105 million with his estate, now suing JPMorgan Chase in connection with the probe. The federal lawsuit was filed in New York and accuses the bank of having, quote, facilitated, sustained, and concealed, unquote, Epstein's human trafficking network. A 30-page lawsuit. It was, according to sources, heavily redacted but states that, quote, J.P. Morgan turned a blind eye to evidence of human trafficking over more than a decade because of Epstein's own financial footprint and because of the deals and clients that Epstein brought and promised to bring to the bank. These decisions were advocated and approved at the senior levels. Of J.P. Morgan, including by the former chief executive of its asset management division and investment bank, whose inappropriate relationship with Epstein should have been evident to the bank. Indeed, it was only after Epstein's death that J.P. Morgan belatedly complied with federal banking regulations regarding Epstein's accounts. So she files this lawsuit, and then on New Year's Eve, she was removed from the post. What? According uh, to the uh, territory governor, Albert Bryan, I relieved Denise George of her duties as attorney general this weekend. I thank her for her service to the people, of the territory, during the past four years as attorney general and wish her best in her future endeavors. Now, you want to add another wrinkle to this? I know, I know. Nobody, uh... Nobody wants to talk about it being a, a a rumor, right? No one wants to talk about the X Files nature of the thing. December twenty seventh, the Attorney General for the U.S. Virgin Islands files a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase. You know who then flew to the U.S. Virgin Islands? Was it the U.S. Virgin Islands? Oh uh, yeah, that's right, Joe Biden. And then the AG was fired.
2: It's a mystery. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma.
0: All I'm saying is that this stinks to high heaven. And protecting anybody associated with Jeffrey Epstein cannot be tolerated by a civil society. I don't care who these people are. If we allow people of power and of dollars to get away with anything, we are fools. And right now, that's what we're allowing. We're out of our heads. If we can think that this is somehow one of those things. This isn't one of those things. Who would believe it? Who would possibly, possibly believe it? The answer is not me. Not for a second. Meanwhile, Representative Byron Donalds has 13 votes. <laughs> 13 votes for Byron Donalds, Republican from Florida for Speaker of the House. McCarthy has 133, Jeffries has 127. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh I think McDonald's just picked a, a, a Donalds, not McDonald's. Donalds just picked up his 14th vote. 14. Yep, McCarthy is going to another ballot. I think McCarthy's going to have to figure out when he gives up the ghost. I don't. I, I. I. You would not have gotten this from me yesterday. I don't think the man's speaker today. I don't think he's becoming speaker. He's just going to wait these people out. We will see what we will see what we will see. Find everything, Tonycats.locals.com. We've got much more to cover, and there's more bourbon to be had while we watch this insanity unfold. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.